Welcome to Life Unedited. This is your lifestyle guide to living a life that aligns solely with you. I am your host, Tabitha Sweeney, a coach and inspirational speaker who is all about authenticity, friendly sass, and helping you unlock your best self. Are you struggling to lose the weight? Are you struggling to get $1,000 into your bank account? Are you sitting here right now thinking, I thought by this age I would be farther along in life? Do you go to bed questioning whether you want to stay in your marriage or leave? Are there moments and times when you question yourself as a mother, a daughter, a sister, a person? If you're nodding along as I'm talking, then do not miss your chance right now to get into failure to success. This is getting to the bottom of why you are not where you want to be. I have helped countless women discover the nuances and details that they were missing. And I have a secret for you. It is not the what you know. It is not even necessarily what you are doing. There is more to it than that. And I can help you. I can put an end to this hamster wheel that you are on. Do not miss your chance right now. Head into the show notes and click on the link and get all the detail. Welcome back. All right, you guys. So here we are again. It's so good to be back with you. Um, We've officially kicked off season two and I am changing things up a tiny bit in season two. So in season two, I am looking to do regular episodes every week that are going to be me preaching at you for a coaching perspective, okay? I am also going to be hosting some guest speakers this season, which I'm super, super freaking excited for. In addition to that, I am going to, what I tried last year to do or last season to do was... I have my bonus episodes that really dealt specifically with me and my journey, my personal journey um, of growth. I tried to have them sort of be like in the same but different, like they were like subscription episodes. And this time I'm just putting it all out there and it's all just part of it, right? So you're going to notice that the episodes that have the I'll find an emoji to put on it. I don't know what emoji I'm going to use yet, but I'm going to find an emoji. And those are going to be like my personal journey episodes. So they're going to be different from the coaching episodes. And I had a couple of people last year who reached out and they like kind of asked me like, why? Like if I'm, if this podcast is meant to be professional and showcase who I am as a professional, why am I sharing personal, vulnerable, intimate details of my life, my decision, a lot of which are not always like celebratory moments, right? And a lot of it is struggle. And it's not always struggle, like, and I don't say that in a, in a bad way. Like, I don't mean that in this like, 
oversaturated, um, you fell down and you don't know how to get up. But what I mean by it is internally, I have a dialogue that's that's going on where I am trying to figure things out and I don't have the answers for it. And that is what I'm sharing with you. I am a verbal processor. I process, I get to my conclusions by verbally expressing myself over and over again, okay? Now, for those who are closest to me in my life, this can get real fucking old. Like, I totally get that, and I love my friends who deal with me um, because I will call and I will say again, like, Jill, just just listen, or Jen, just like, okay, so like, wait, I'm like talking, and now my friends, especially, especially like Jen, who's been with me since we were five, we were daisies in kindergarten when we met, um, she knows. She knows I just have to talk it out repetitively. And her goal is to not let me get stuck in a cycle, right? But to help move me along. Um, I have a friend in in South Carolina who has gotten incredibly, incredibly skilled at moving me through the process without letting me get stuck in the cycle but letting me verbally talk it out so that I can get to my conclusion. And this podcast serves twofold. So first, it allows me to go through my process of talking out my problem. But the second piece of this, and I think this is what's really important to note, is we often see people who are coaches, who are mentors, who are public speakers, who are who are all of these things who at times can be put kind of up on this pedestal of like, oh, they've mastered this. They're an expert at this. Here's what I want to remind you of. Being an expert at something or mastering a skill does not mean that you no longer experience it. Does not mean that you no longer have to walk yourself through the process. So I see so many people who will come up to me and one of the most common things that people ask me is like, if I was born with this ability, like if this is my innate personality where I can just see both sides and where I kind of step back and where I kind of just make my way through. And I know that to a lot of people out there who listen, who interact with me at sort of like at an arm's distance, it seems like I completely take my hands off the wheel and I just trust in the universe and I just fucking go and I just do whatever comes to me. But that's not actually always true. I have things I struggle with. I have personality things that I am still working through. Some of them being attachment issues. Some of them being um, status issues. And and I'm still working through them and I'm still trying to figure them out. And there are things that I am certain of and there are things I am I am uncertain of. Amid, amid that, I also have finally accepted the fact that I have intuitive gifts that I am learning how to tap into and develop even further. So... I have a lot going on right now. And the thing is, is if I only publish, if I only share once I master it, once I figure it out, 
then you have this feeling like I'm no longer walking through the shit. And that's not true. And I don't know about you. And so you know what? If you are somebody who you don't want to see the transparent shit and muck and mud that the people who are a step or two above you are walking through, if you want to just keep them on a pedestal like this is just easy for them, then I'm not, then you should turn this podcast off right now because then I'm not for you. I am for the people who want to know that no matter where you fucking get in life, there is always shit and mud and muck you have to walk through. Now, it changes as time goes on. Take it back to when I taught fitness, right? Like, I used to tell people all the time, it never gets easier. Your workout will never get easier. But the shit you are doing in that workout is going to get 100 times harder. Okay? You used to be able to do three burpees in a minute. Now you can do 35 burpees in a minute. You feel exactly the same at the fucking end, but you know you got better. Does that make sense? So that is why I feel like it's so important to share these pieces with you. And I want to mark them separately in the podcast because I I realize and I recognize that not everybody wants to hear my fucking journey and my internal thoughts and my internal struggles and my journey. But I do feel like everything I am going through shows you what kind of coach I am, what kind of mentor I am, what kind of public speaker I am. I feel like it builds into who I am and why I deserve your respect. Because I believe that my personal journey is the entire reason that I'm sitting right here. That makes sense? So it's it's really important. And today I woke up and I woke up with a lot on my mind. And a lot, I went to bed with a lot on my mind. I went to bed with a lot of conflicting feelings. I woke up not really feeling any better with a pounding fucking headache and needing to be at work by 8.15 on a Saturday. I am working my way through a lot of things right now. And here's the thing. None of it is bad. None of it is bad. There is nothing bad in my life at this moment. I had this moment this morning. Um, I'm going to take you guys back a little bit because I want to kind of catch you up to where I am because I, I have been trying really hard and actually I've been trying really hard not to do these personal journey episodes and I feel as I lean in, I feel like what I need is I need to do these personal journey episodes and I need there to be people who don't listen and don't want to hear it and I need there to be people who only listen. And come on just for this. So 
I'm going to hit pause for a second. And when I come back, I we're going to catch up on, I'm going to catch you up to speed on where I am emotionally and where we're going. All right. Um, so I will see you guys in just a, just a moment. Welcome back. All right. So we took a quick pause. Um, I did a session. I had some things to do and, and now we're back and I want to get you caught up on where things are in my personal life so that you know where the journey sits at the moment, right? And then we can move forward and we can move on and we can get season two rocking and rolling like full out, right? Like, let's do this. All right. So how do I catch you up? Where do I start? You guys, it's been a few, it's been a few months since we've really touched base since I've really filled you in on things that were going on. Um, and, you know, it's funny because over the past five, five, five and a half months, you know, since I started this online dating journey and this journey into really honoring who I am and what I want, Life has been crazy. It has been completely different. And I think that is like such a wild thing to notice when you stop living for other people. So over the course of the past five, five and a half months, I have changed my mind on what I'm looking for no less than 498 times. And even right now, as I say that, I'm still not 100% sure what I'm looking for. What I do know is that whatever I'm looking for, I am looking for it to organically unfold. That's what I know. I am looking for it to unfold effortlessly. Okay? And so here's the thing. I have gone on... Oh, I stopped counting how many dates I've been on. I've stopped counting how many guys there have been um, that I've actually gone out with. I've definitely stopped count counting just the conversations because if you've ever done online dating, then you know that like out of the 150 messages you get, you respond to 15 out of the 15, you know, 11 of them are nothing more than conversations. They never actually move into a like, hey, let's get together. Let's meet. Some of them last an hour. Some of them last days. Um, but they never move to the next step. And from that, you know, four of them will. And of that four, maybe one of them you ever want to speak to again. It really depends. But anyways. And I'm totally making these numbers up, you guys. I have no idea. Um, but I have a consistent message that keeps coming through. And that message that keeps coming through to me is the fact that I want to feel authentic. I want to feel seen. And I want it to be effortless. 
And here's what I mean by effortless, because I do not mean like I want to find someone who I'm never going to have a fight with, a disagreement with. We're going to believe in all the same things and be on the same page all the time. No, that's not what I mean. But I do mean that connection is such that you keep going back to that person. That there is not this hot and cold and hot and cold. It doesn't come in drabs and waves. It's consistent. And it's mutual. What I've noticed the biggest difference with online dating right now is compared to dating like back in the day. And maybe this is just, you know, technology has advanced. And I never did the online dating. Like back when it was new, I never did it. So... I don't, I can't really say how things have changed, but what I can say is there's this funny like space that you sit in where you've met somebody, you've had a conversation, maybe you went on a date, but you're not, you're, you don't want to just jump into being exclusive, right? But you also don't want to be leading anyone on if you're not looking for the same things. And and that was that's been a really hard space for me to navigate. And I think I'm doing much better at it now than I did at the beginning. At the beginning, I didn't know how to navigate it. I didn't know, like I would meet somebody and I liked him and I was like, well, but I don't want to talk to somebody else because I like this guy. But then you realize this is a whole different world And your boundaries have to get really, really crystal clear and super, super transparent. That's the one thing. Online dating has forced me to create and practice boundaries in a way I've never done before. So, so there's that. And I have needed friends along the way to help me hold those boundaries and remind me of my worth. Because there's another thing that online dating has done, and it's knocks, it knocks you down a few pegs with, with your worthiness and how you're feeling about yourself, okay? Like, that's for sure. And it's funny because I started actually a while back, I'd actually said online dating feels like it's prepping me for the future of my business. It's prepping me for calling in what I want in this world and then sifting through what is right for me because that's ultimately where I want my business to get to. I want my coaching clients and my speaking offers to be coming in so fast and so furious that I'm sifting through and I'm making the decision on whether or not they're right for me because I don't need them as a client, right? That's what I, that's the point. That's the level where I want to be. And it's something I really, I knew that's what I wanted to be, but I guess I didn't really know what that feeling was. And that's something online dating has really, really helped me with. I have learned so much. So for instance, I was out with this guy once and it was a, 
approximately, I think we'd gone out like two or three times. And as we were talking, we got into what the di- what the difference is between dating someone and seeing someone. Our definitions were completely opposite. My definition of dating of dating someone is that I'm also seeing other people. Right? Because if I'm dating, then I'm dating multiple people. If I'm seeing someone, to me, then I'm seeing one person. His definitions were completely opposite. So it's amazing how then what happens is you can say something in a conversation and that person doesn't speak up to say, well, wait, what do you mean by that? Instead, they just, you just totally freak the fuck out. Like they just totally like, whoa, whoa, she just pretty much said she wants to marry me, even though that's not what I'm saying, right? And it's all a miscommunication. So it has taught me in different ways outside of business, but I, one of the best and also hardest parts of my personality is the fact that I take everything and look for the lessons. I look for everything. I overcomplicate it. I like to make it deeper thought than it sometimes deserves to be. So like in that instance, I'm like, oh, this, I can see how this happens with clients at times. I can see how this happens in an email. I can see how this happens in marketing, right? while it's happening with me in dating. And the thing is, is it is, it's such a powerful lesson that we need to not be scared to say, what do you mean by that? We need to not be scared to hold our boundaries where we need them to be. And at the end of the day, what I realized today is I was I was talking um, with somebody and I, oh, I'm debating what, I'm trying to decide what I'm going to call him because he listens and if I, I don't, I would never call him by his name, but what I call him to people who know me, um, he will know immediately that it's him. And I don't know if I want that because he listens to the podcast, you guys. Isn't that cute? He listens. Oh, um, but what... I realized today is he is one of those people who we, every so many weeks, we have this miscommunication that comes up. And when we are in sync, we are in such sync. And when we are not, it just feels terrible. But what I've realized after our last round of not being in sync is, we had a conversation and he pointed some things out to me about my personality that I knew, but I didn't realize I was doing, right? So like when I get really excited about something, I'm like a super bossy personality and I'm super like outgoing and loud. And when I get really excited about things, I sort of state ideas as opposed to asking, hey, what do you think about this? Hey, how do you feel about that? I just say, hey, this is what we're going to do. Okay, I see how I see how I could have been rubbing him out slightly wrong in that, right? So that is one of the things. Um, the other thing that I realized is because I do that, there are then, and because I'm such a deep thinker, there are times I say things and I know exactly what I mean, exactly where I stand 
but when I go back and I look, I also see where the the crack for the rabbit hole is that, ooh, maybe that could have been taken slightly out of context in the sense of like, he thinks I'm looking for more of a commitment or I'm looking for this or that, right? And that's not the case. Um, and I think the reason I'm bringing all of that up is because this morning we were having a conversation and in that conversation, it went along the lines of, I said something and immediately knew he was going to take it wrong. So I immediately got on then with my voice and was like, I'm joking. I'm joking. I hope you sense the sarcasm. I'm joking. And right away he started texting me back and I was like, please listen to the voice. Right? So then he came back and he was like, this is, he came back and he's like, okay, I get it. And I was like, I understand that, you know, you feel like you could have, I see where you could have taken that that comment. I meant it as a completely as a joke. And, you know, I see where my personality doesn't translate real well. And he had said, basically, again, reiterating, not wanting a long-term commitment or any sort of commitment. And basically what I came back and said was, I'm in the same boat. I know where I'm looking for my life to go in the next couple of years. I know exactly where I want it to go. My vision is crystal clear. I want to stand on stages and travel the world and speak in front of tens of thousands of people. And I want my I want to have my kids with me and a nanny slash homeschool aid teacher, whatever. And we are going to travel the world as a family. Now. If I found somebody who fit that dream and that life fit what they wanted, I would absolutely love to invite them in and say, travel with us. Please, by all means, please come with us. But what I do not want to happen is I am going to meet somebody who doesn't have that dream and I change my dream because I made a commitment. Now I've fallen for this person and now I am going to again sacrifice what I've always wanted, what I'm working so hard towards for, for that. So I was very honest with him when I said I'm not looking to make any like I'm not make, looking to make any commitments to anyone until the next phase of my life because right now I don't want anyone influencing the decisions that I will need to make within the next couple years, right? You guys, I have dated a lot of people in the past couple months. I've talked with a lot of people. I've gone out with a couple, a lot of people. I've met a lot of people. I've made incredible friends, contacts, connections, personal and professional. One of the things that online dating has most pushed me into 
is holding my boundaries and putting myself first. A few weeks ago, I went through my Snapchat and I, I didn't even have a Snapchat until like three months ago. I went through my Snapchat and I blocked a ton of people. I went through my accounts online and I did not deactivate my accounts, but I deleted them off my phone so that I'm not there. I can't see them right now. And I've only left four conversations still like floating. And those four conversations are conversations that bring something to me. I benefit from them. I enjoy them. I want them. Every other conversation that I blocked, there was nothing wrong with any one of those people. Nothing. They were all fantastic, amazing guys. Some of them didn't even get the chance. I will be totally honest. Some of them never even got the chance because I blocked them early. But I had this nagging feeling like that that was what I needed to do. That was it. Block them and move on. And when you block them, you don't owe them an explanation. You don't owe them anything. In fact, this goes back to several years ago when right after my divorce, I remember having a therapy session and talking with my therapist and telling her how my ex was on the phone with me and he was like gaslighting me and I couldn't and I didn't know what to do and like I was on the phone forever and he was getting me more and more worked up and I was like replaying the conversation in my head and she was like, Tab, why didn't you hang up? And I was like, because he was talking and she's like, So you don't owe him your time. You don't owe him anything. It's okay for you to simply just say, I'm not going to be treated like this and hang up the phone. That was a concept I was completely unaware of. Like I can just hang up the phone. How rude. How rude. Right? This coming back here. I literally went through, I called one of my friends who's doing online dating and said, like, do I have to tell them? Do I have to, like, I don't block people. I don't do this. Especially people who've done nothing wrong. And she's like, no, just hit block. It's okay. You don't owe them an explanation. You don't owe them anything. Fuck. It's mind-blowing. Do you know the amount of capacity that opened up once I let them free? had room for me again because I was being completely bogged down by all of these conversations and all of these things and none of them were bringing something to me but I was giving to every one of them if you struggle with being selfish if you struggle with being a people pleaser I highly recommend in a very smart way, getting into online dating and using it as a good practice pool to build your boundaries and start saying no to shit. So on that note, you guys, um, what 
you know, where am I right now? Well, I have four, I have four conversations currently open in my life. Only one of them is local because, you know, God forbid, why would I do anything that's not fucking complicated? Um, only one is local. The other one that's actually relatively close distance wise, but he lives in Canada. So that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother ballpark. My mom actually told me the other day, I need to stick to my own country. Um, the other two conversations are one is four hours and, you know, one is many more hours than that. So it, But right now it's what feels good and it's what feels safe. And I feel content with where I'm at at the moment. So I'm sure there will be many more lessons. I'm sure I will open the apps back up at some point. I'm sure I will continue going around. But at this point, I don't even know what that means. I just said going around like like that sounded real. Um Oh, well, right? Because that's part of what I'm working on. I'm working on getting over that sex shaming. I'm working on getting over that trauma that was perpetuated by society and like held over me for years and years and years and years. I'm working on learning who I am. That's what this entire journey was about. This entire journey was never about setting out to find the person I'm going to marry or spend my life with. It was never even set about to find somebody I could like go to the movies and hang out with. Like that's never what this journey was about. This journey was about figuring out who the fuck I am and what I want. What do I need? In the me today from the verse, the me that last gave you a last update on my personal life has grown leaps and bounds in those two months because in that time, before, if somebody was like, well, I want to be exclusive, I was like, okay, because I didn't know how to say no. And it was like, well, it's not that I don't want to be exclusive, but it's not that I do want to be exclusive. And I don't know how, I don't know how to have this conversation. I have, now I'm like, I'm not looking for that. And if they ask me how many people I'm looking to be sleeping with at one time, or they make some sort of derogatory comment, like, see you later. And I'm not looking to be sleeping with any amount of people at one time. Or... At any given point, what I'm looking for is to learn about myself in all different ways. What do I value? What do I need more of? What do I need less of? What kind of conversation do I like? What do I not like? Am I going to allow another hot versus cold and hot versus cold and hot versus cold type relationship into my world? Or am I going to fucking put up my walls and say, absolutely not, because I'm never going through that again because that turned out to be really fucking abusive, right? There is so much that I'm learning about me and I'm growing. And when the time is right, all the rest of the pieces will come together. I will tell you this, and I will leave you super intrigued and super like, woohoo, just, just for the time being. I do believe I've already met. If the person I am meant to be with 
Um, if there is a person I meant to be with, I do believe I have, I have met him already. But the timing is not there and the timing is not right. But I, I do think it's there. Um, which is just a really interesting, and I say that because like in, you know, in like four years, I want to be able to come back and be like, hmm, see, fucking told you. Yeah. I don't know who I'm saying that to. Nobody said anything against it. I just like to be right. Now you know my toxic traits. All right, you guys, that's all I have for you right now. I have a lunch in 15 minutes, so I got to get out of here. But I want you to go out and slay the day. Have a fantastic day and go out and do something good today, okay?